0: Hello. My name is Kim Addis and I am the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching and you have just joined the Frame of Mind Coaching podcast where we bring on leaders from all over the world to get coached live and in person right on the podcast. Today it is my absolute pleasure to welcome my guest Yelitsa Greenwood from Toronto. Yelitsa, welcome.
1: Thank you, Kim. I'm so excited to spend
0: some time with you and see how we can work together. So tell us a little bit about yourself. You are in Toronto, but what, give us a sense for what are you up to? How has COVID impacted you? A little bit about your background, give us a bit of information.
1: So I'm a senior executive in the apparel industry. Uh, My experience has been quite extensive with B2B and B2C. Uh, I was with a brand called Strelson Menswear, which is uh, headquartered in Switzerland. I helped uh, build the brand in Canada from zero practically to a contender in the business in Canada. Um, It was a fledgling brand of Hugo Boss. So our our trip was sort of uphill battle, i.e. people didn't know how to pronounce our name. (laughs) And we had no penetration in the Canadian market. So with my boss, you know he did the sales. I helped with him in that, but i my expertise is operations, okay, and so op- I had to do everything that didn't deal with the sales or the finance within the business. so that meant setting up all the logistics, how we were bringing product in and distributing product within Canada, and then also our foray into the upper eastern seaboard of the u s via Lord and
0: Taylor and Sachs. okay. Okay, so sounds like you had a great run, and it was very successful. So where are you now? So as a result of restructuring, because
1: the head office purchased the assets of the Canadian business, um, I was restructured out, and so now I'm in transition. Okay. Um, Transition has been um, an interesting journey. Um, I'm look. I was looking at doing a lot of different things. I was trying to stay within the apparel industry and then COVID hit
0: <laughs> Right.
1: and COVID kind of muddied the waters as it did for many, many businesses. The apparel industry has been one of the particularly harder hit because as you know, most people aren't. Uh, running out to the stores to purchase new clothing. Um, they're wearing their Lululemons or or, or other stretchy clothing right. at home. And right. they're not really into buying things new right now. I
0: think a lot of people are into preservation mode. Um, well, I think people are getting ready to buy winter out clothing. Right?
1: <laughs> yes. And Canada Goose will do very well with that. Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. So, uh, so yeah, mar- the market has certainly changed. Very much so. so you were trying to go for the apparel market. And then it, did you decide to try something different? Like, where are you? And really, what is your greatest challenge right now?
1: I think my greatest challenge right now is trying to pivot into a different industry and convincing the recruiter on the other end, that a lot of my operations skill set that I have is transferable. And so having specific industry experience, isn't always necessary. Yep. In, some in some instances, yes, I do understand that some specific industry experience would be necessary. But in a lot of other areas, when it comes to operations, when it comes to logistics, when it comes to supply chain, um, champion championshiping teams, working with a team to achieve a certain goal as a manager and um, Those types of skills are transferable to just about any industry. So I was also looking at going into um, a consumer packaged goods industry because of my supply chain and uh, logistics experience. And I hit the wall that, well, you know, we're looking for someone who has specific CPG
0: experience. It's like, okay. Okay. (laughs) So... Let's just define the challenge that you're having so that I can give you the right kind of coaching. Sure. What would you say is your challenge? How would you define it for yourself?
1: I would say positioning myself. um, If you want to remove the industry that I have been working in, if I can try and remove the sort of uh, paradigm that people have when they sort of see that, oh, you have apparel industry, therefore you don't know anything about our industry. If I can sort of remove that particular layer for people to look at me as an operations expert that understands supply chain, that understands logistics, that understands managing teams, that understands project, projections, those types of skills that are all on my LinkedIn and my resume, but I think when people see Your experience in a particular industry, you're sort of put onto a particular
0: shelf. Well, this is where you belong, versus this is where you could be. Okay, so here's here's what I think. I um, as I'm listening to you, like all these (laughs) ideas are going off in my brain. But before I share any of those ideas, I think it's really important for us to look at the problem a little bit differently, because your perception is that right now, the problem is that people see me fitting into one particular box. And because of that, these opportunities are closed off to me. And I will say to you that in all of the cases, the way a leader thinks will determine what happens next, what actions they take, what actions they don't take and the outcomes they receive. So as I listened to you, something you said at the beginning of this conversation really struck a chord. Which is, I took this company from zero to contender. And what does that mean? Is that you're actually very strong in startup environments, but I don't think you're looking in startup environments. Not at this time, but I'm not. I'm open to it. So, so uh, first of all, the question is like, really, what did you do? You are a game-changing uh, factor in bringing a company out of obscurity. Okay, so that is interesting, and I don't know that that is a huge part of the story you're telling. The second piece of it is this: is that you're focused on, you know, here are my skill sets, here's what I can bring to the table, and I encourage you to look at it a little bit upside down, which is what is the pain that the business owner is experiencing, that I can understand, demonstrate understanding, and address. Which is completely different from here's what I bring to the table. It doesn't sound like it's different, but it absolutely is. Let me explain how. When I talk to you, I'm interested in you. I'm interested in what is your struggle. I'm interested in understanding it. And I'm interested in demonstrating to you that I understand it. And so as I hear you, what you're really telling me is I have experience. I have a great track record. I've had success, but I'm having trouble bringing that to the next destination. Yes? Yes. Okay. And so, so my job is now to say that's the pain you're experiencing. This wall that you're, you're describing. And so here is the way that you get over the wall. Now, suddenly you're listening, right? Because what I've just done is actually modeled an idea for you, which is to say, hey, business owner, is this the challenge you're experiencing? Is this the wall you're confronting? Great. I know that. I understand that. I've seen it. And here's how I can help you. It's not about you and your experience or anything. Your experience will come into play because you're experienced. You'll demonstrate your experience with here's the plan. Right? So what I'm saying is that the approach needs to be a little bit different. As opposed to presenting yourself with your background and your credentials, the idea is to find the pain. And say, here's where you're struggling. I get that struggle. Here's how I can help you. That's a completely different conversation. And so, what we're really doing is we're turning things upside down in terms of approach. Now, I'm going to throw something else in, and some of the people who are listening to this podcast probably have heard me say this before. What you're describing in terms of skill set is defined as not only operations, but it's called integrator. Have you heard that term before?
1: No, I haven't and I like what you're saying. Tell me more.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so an integrator is a, is a person who is able to take the a vision of the owner, of the person who starts a company and bring all the pieces, integrate all the pieces together, usually they're operational in nature to make things happen. Yes. Okay. So that is your strength. So is there there is a body of humans who are typically entrepreneurs or exposed to this concept and are desperate to find good integrators. Given that you're the fact that your actual skill set is to work with startup, now you're in high demand. You're just looking in the wrong places. Okay. Okay. So there are organizations like in Canada, Tech. In U.S. Vistage, could be EO, could be YPO, WPO, who are all familiar with the concept of integrator versus visionary. So for example, I just got off another podcast recording with someone who's clearly a visionary and not such a good integrator. She's not able to cross the T's and dot the I's. That is not her strength. That is your strength. Yes. So, rather than look for the industry or the company, your job is to look for the individual that struggles where you have strength. Okay.
1: Yeah. And I see that um, because I did work with uh, an entrepreneur. And I sort of classify entrepreneurs as they count one, two, three, five, seven, 15, 25. And the integrator fills in all the blanks in between. Exactly. And that's what I do.
0: Integrators create order. Yes, out of the chaos. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So again, address the pain, address the weakness, address the desire of the leader you want to work with, as opposed to looking at the industry and bringing to the table your skill set. Okay. Okay. That's That's a very different kind of conversation.
1: That's a very different conversation. Hmm. Something to think about. Thank you.
0: Well, and and here's the thing is if, if let's say I have a conversation with you and you demonstrate a deep understanding for where I struggle and you can present to me a chart or a path moving forward, I'm hooked. Because the entrepreneur's greatest struggle in life is that other people don't get them.
1: Yeah, because they're, they're in their world uh, and oftentimes they're on a different plateau and plane than most people are thinking. And that's what the brilliance of entrepreneurs is. They're just all out there. They're up in the air and you kind of have to pull them in down to earth and say, okay, I get that. Uh, here's what I can do. It might, might not look exactly the way you're saying it, but here's what I can do
0: to make that come to some kind of reality. Yes. Exactly. So your job is to have those conversations as opposed to, you know, I worked in apparel and I now I want to go to package or consumer goods. That's not the conversation you want to be having. Okay. The conversation you want to be having is describe your company. Where are you struggling? What's your pain point? What do you wish could happen faster, better, more efficiently and effectively? That's the conversation you need to be having. And that's a different area to start searching in for me. Completely, completely, completely different. Yeah, yes. yeah. I hope that gave you some ideas. I hope that gave you some insight. Yes,
1: it did very much so. Um, I ne- It was one of those things I was toying with. Do I want to go back again and work with an entrepreneur? But from what you're saying to me, it seems that the strengths are there to actually complement something like that. Because I know I can, I know I can bring that order to the chaos. I know I can, um, having worked with an entrepreneur before, um, it's not your typical sort of manager leader type of thing. They're, they're a very different uh, individual. Yeah. It's a very different breed, but very, very interesting. Never a dull moment. I can tell you that (laughs) Um, because, you know, I would have a boss that'd say, you know, Hey, I've got this cockamamie idea. What do you think? And I'll say, well, it's not so cockamamie. Um, actually, I think there's merit to it. Uh, but the big thing is how much time, effort, and resources do you want to put into that? And are we really going to make any money? Right. And that's, that's usually when the conversation goes, okay, well, I have another idea. <laughs> but that's the kind of relationship that you develop with an entrepreneur when you're looking at the ideas that come out of them. And they've got
0: some brilliant ideas that you go, wow, I never would have thought of that, Right. Well, this is the thing. Every entrepreneur needs um, a partner who can work through those ideas, eliminate the ones that are uh, costly and not bringing back an ROI while choosing the ones that are exciting and have a great amount of opportunity and can be brought to life with order, structure right? Yes. So, so that's exactly your job. That's exactly your role. And I will tell you that there are many, 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 many entrepreneurs out there who are looking for exactly your skill set and exactly that type of partnership. Well, I'd love to meet a lot of them. <laughs> well, the first part is to kind of change your angle a little bit, right? And the moment yeah. you change your angle, you know what a funny thing happens, the right people just sort of start to be in front of you at the right time.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's something I'll definitely want to explore a little bit more in depth.
0: Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Hi, uh, Yelitza. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with me, for spending this time for bringing your challenge. I think it's an interesting challenge. And I think right now a lot of people are trying to figure out, you know, the, a lot of people are in transition, and they're trying to figure out what to do next and how to do it. And I would always say you know, look for the places out there uh, where there's struggle, where there's pain, where there's difficulty, and see how you can help that pain vanish, go away, how you can ease things for others. That's your good, a good way in. But thank you for being on the podcast with me. For those of you who are listening, if there's a challenge that you have that you want to share on the podcast, please reach out to me. My email address is kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. And if there's a challenge that you're not so comfortable sharing on the podcast, please reach out to me anyway. My email address is kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. Thank you so much for being with me. I hope that we talk again soon. Thanks so much.
1: It was a pleasure. And I really am going to try and and take a new path. Amazing.
0: I look forward to hearing what happens next. Thank you, Kim.